So today feels like a good day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've got, both got the vid. The vid. Uh, the vid. Yeah. Both got the vid. We're feeling kind of ill, but today's like like an okay day. Yeah. Hopefully my voice can keep up with the conversation. We already can't hear you. And now your throat is toast. Yeah, this so, will be interesting. Yeah, gonna really have to pump up the volume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys really seem to like last week's episode. Um, is that last week? I feel like that was <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I say last week because it sounds like I'm being You're more consistent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling me out. It, yeah, it, it was a good response. We did a popular subreddit called "Am I the Asshole." Uh, and it was a blast. We had some really good stories. Uh, some feedback was don't spoil it at the beginning. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. We we started right off the bat like, oh, this person. Yeah, everyone says this person's the asshole, but I'm going to read it. <laughs> I didn't think that that was like uh, something that people were. Like that's uh, what they came for. Yeah. Like I didn't think that mattered to people. Like what. Well, I didn't either. What the consensus was. Right. But. A lot of people were like, oh, you know what would have been cooler? It would have been way cooler if you, like, kind of discussed it at the end, maybe to see what the other person thought. And then, like, mm. let the audience maybe, like, listen to it thinking, like, because yeah. if, you, if you go into it with, like, well, they're the asshole. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what I, I mean? I understand that part. Yeah. yeah. So we sucked. Yeah. But Whoops. we're going to, yeah, we're <laughs> going to do better, though, because this week, changing it up, yeah. we're going to do relationship advice yeah we're the the two lovers in your uh newspaper column given relationship advice yeah we know absolutely nothing we're just like, acquaintances like we something. we're just acquaintances yeah right but like we know something about relationships like two, like two things well let's uh tell the world about those two things all right i'll take one you take the other all right perfect <laughs> I want to start with my story first. Um, so we were browsing through relationship advice. Uh, there really isn't anything, obviously, like to say if, if you know, right off the bat, if you agree with this person or not. I've read it, obviously, and I'm very opinionated. Um, so I'm super, I'm super excited to read this. So uh, send it. Yeah. So the title is: My wife keeps tying my boots after I've told her to keep her hands off of them. I tried to teach her a lesson and really hurt her feelings. It's funny. I I told you this, but when we were looking for posts, I scrolled by that one, didn't click it. What made you not want to click it? It just seemed like a weird. Right. Like, which is exactly why I clicked topic. it. Yeah. Which tying is, my boots? What do you mean? I know. Which is why it intrigued me. But it had a lot of. Uh, a lot of. Um, upvotes. And upvotes. awards. Awards. Yeah. It had a lot of awards. All right. Let's see why. Yes, I know the title is bizarre, and I can't believe I'm actually writing this. My wife is a neat freak. Always has been. She throws notes on my desk out, assuming they're garbage. My belongings get rearranged to the point where it takes me hours to find them. It's something I've come to accept. I'm not happy about it, but we have a pretty happy marriage on the whole. I am a volunteer EMT, and I keep my boots unlaced up against the wall next to my clothes hamper so that I can throw them on along with my uniform if a call comes in during the middle of the night. 
Well, my wife has taken to tying my bootlaces when she sees them untied. Not only does she tie them, but she tightens them and double knots them to the point where I need to undo the knot, open up the boots, and let a little slack out to fit my feet into them. I ignored it the first two times, but the third time she did it, I made it a point to bring it up to her the next day. I very calmly said, "Hun, I appreciate that you want everything neat, but please do not touch my boots in the future. Time is of the essence when I'm going on a call, and at two in the morning, I don't have the time to unlace them and open them up. It's not just a minor inconvenience, it's people's lives, so I'd appreciate it if you left them alone. She rolled her eyes, said I was being dramatic, and that she wouldn't keep and that she wouldn't help me out by keeping my things neat in the future. Well, she never stopped. No matter how many times I've asked her, told her, begged her, she just laughs and says, well, you know how I am. The other night, a page went out for a CPR in progress. I went to throw on my boots and they were once again tightened beyond recognition. So I'm sitting there on the edge of the bed, cursing, trying to get my boots open and fumbling due to the stress of the situation. My wife opened her eyes, groggily looked at me and asked, don't you need to go on that call? I know I was in the wrong here and I regret it. I slammed the boot on the ground and yelled, yes, I do. I would have been out the door five minutes ago, except some stupid motherfucker fucked with my goddamn boots again. My wife got up without another word, walked into the bathroom and slammed the door. I got my boots open and went on the call. By the time we arrived, the police had gotten her back, so I didn't have to do CPR, but I was sweating and shaking, thinking my delay could have cost a life. I got home and my wife wasn't talking to me. She ignored me the entire day until we finally sat down and talked. She said I'd scared her with how angry I got, that she thought I was going to hit her, and she didn't know I was capable of getting so angry. No, I've never raised a hand to her, nor have I ever yelled at her before. I am absolutely not a violent person in any way, shape, or form. I apologized for yelling at her and acknowledged that I hadn't meant to snap at her. I was frustrated with the situation as I needed to get to the person in need of CPR as soon as possible, and it was a delay that didn't need to happen. I once again pleaded with her not to touch my boots because lies were literally on the line. She told me that if I was going to overreact and make her afraid, then she would never touch my boots again because she didn't want to live like that. Last night, before I got into bed, I had a sinking feeling, so I went over and checked my boots. I was very disappointed to find them tightened up again, so I decided to show her how it felt. I went over to her closet and pulled out her running shoes. I unlaced the shoelaces on both of them, removed them from the shoes completely, curled them into each other into a little coil, put them inside the shoes, and put them back. I then went to sleep. At 6.15, I was woken up by my wife screaming, how could you? Why would you do this? Holding up both laces, well, yeah, but holding up laceless shoes with tears in her eyes. My wife likes to go for an early morning run and I knew she would want to get out the door as soon as possible. I smiled and said, you know how I am. I just like things neat. She continued sobbing and walked out of the room. So by the time she was all laced up again, it started raining. So she missed out on her run. I actually felt pretty terrible about that because I really only wanted to delay her, not ruin her plans completely. At this point, she's alternating between crying that I went out of my way to hurt her and ignoring my presence. I acknowledge that what I've done has been pretty childish and not at all constructive. I just don't know what to do. 
She said through tears, you admitted you were totally in the wrong for yelling at me. Then you turned around and took it out on me in a different way. What is wrong with you? The problem is, to her, an apology means taking on 100% of the fault. When I apologized for blowing up, she took that to mean she was 100% in the right and that my feelings were completely unjustified. So at this point, I haven't apologized for ruining her run because she'll take that to mean she wasn't wrong to touch my boots. I've tried to have these discussions, but it's in one ear and out the other. We've had a, such a good relationship otherwise, but I feel like this issue has reached a tipping point and it's going to continue to result in arguments until we resolve it. How do I make things right with my wife while still letting her know that I won't tolerate her disrespecting my property anymore? So there's obviously like a bunch of edits after that um, and a bunch of really good comments. Like my initial reaction was serves her fucking right serves her fucking right like apparently okay, yeah yeah it, it was childish like i i don't think i would have um done that the like i don't think i would have did what he did to her shoes that was kind of childish i can understand totally. like the frustration I, I can understand even the blow up because again like you know, somebody could have died because he well, he's an a EMT. Like he's an EMT. She's trying to go for a run. I felt like in terms of, you know, him getting payback, like the, the risk for her was very low. Like she has fucked up shoes. You know what I mean? And she has to relace her shoes. But my, the thing that made me spin on that a little bit was that there's people in the comments saying this is very like, textbook OCD and she sounds like extremely extremely like like she's struggling and she hasn't gotten a diagnosis so she's not diagnosed with OCD but that it sounded a bit like a mental health yeah thing and but even if it was like you gotta draw the line somewhere you gotta say like you know you can move my stuff around you can clean the house you can put things where I don't know where they are. It takes me hours to find them. That's all fine. But please don't touch my boots because somebody could literally die. But that's the issue with OCD. It's not like a, you have control over that. So let's say she is diagnosed with OCD. The next step would be you need to go get help. Like you need to go talk to somebody about it because OCD isn't like a switch where you turn it on and off. Like again, some of the people that were commenting were like, you know what, my dad, like this was textbook for my dad. Like he used to do the same things. And when like the person was a kid, they're like, I hated it because there was no boundaries. Like uh, they disrespected every single boundary that I had in place yet later on in life, they're able to look back and go, oh, no, my dad needed help. And you know, he didn't get the help that he needed. And he admitted later in life that he didn't have control. And that's like, it's very much a control thing, but like, that doesn't mean though as the partner that you necessarily have to put up with that like i wouldn't like regardless it's like so <laughs> like if you have ocd uh is it common for you to just not be aware that you have it no i think you it, it's a denial thing because that's all again i don't know like i've never struggled with ocd i don't know anyone personally that has ocd but just from the comments that i read the very limited information that i have it sounds like Again, I'm I'm sharing a very like uneducated guess. Um, denial is typically like the first thing because there's there's a there's at some point that you might be like having to lose that control, and that's a really really scary for people with OCD. Yeah, I'm just thinking like 
you know, <laughs> I say this like, you know, not being in the situation and having to do all this, but in an ideal world, how I would have handled the situation was whenever he said, like, you know, explained why he didn't want her touching his boots and said, you know, someone could actually die. And she, at that point, she said, like, oh, you know me, it's just, you know, that's what I do. Like, at that point in time, I would have stopped and been like, no, 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 like, you know, told her in no uncertain terms that if you touch my boots again, we're going to have real problems. Like, make it very, very explicitly yeah. clear. Well, and that's what people in the comments, so he went and responded a little bit in the comments, which I was reading, so I was looking for a bit of an update. Um, and I think there is actually an update post that he made, but okay. I, he had, so she apparently doesn't take his job seriously so he's a volunteer emt so that's not his full-time job okay um so she like directly ties him to his like nine to five like that's his identity and the volunteer emt stuff is just like uh, you know volunteer stuff like that's it but she doesn't take it seriously so he he'll tell her like you know these are people's lives and she'll make comments like you're being dramatic like you're so over the top but he's described like some of the situations he's had to deal with and i mean like it is literally life or death i mean i think that would have caused a problem in my mind already so like, boots aside like <laughs> to even to belittle like you're yeah. so a lot of the people said you know man like I'm sorry to say this, but it doesn't sound like your marriage is great because he had made the comment of, well, other than the boots thing, our marriage is like super duper awesome. Yeah. But people in the comments are like, can we unpack a little bit? Because I, I don't I don't think you're being honest with yourself. Like, yeah. it doesn't sound like your marriage is good. I again, though, and this is now that I've like really thought about it and I'm thinking about when he messed up her shoes. You know, to me, I was like, serves you right. But I'm thinking now, too, if she is someone struggling with OCD and struggling with control, that would have been like the word in her mind. That's like a direct attack to her. That is total loss of control. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think it sounds like I don't think either of them know that it's OCD if it is. But to me, their actions just speak to like neither of them have respect for one another. Yeah, yeah. Or even if he did have respect for her, he, he doesn't totally lost now. It. Yeah, yeah. No, I like I I don't want to I don't want to fuel the fire of. But honestly, this is like when we last week had done the when we were talking about the wedding story of the guy that like yeah. totally ruined. He was the best man ruined. Okay, I thought that was too far. Because they were bringing other people into it. Like, they made it a way bigger deal. But I I think when you do... This isn't healthy, and I'm sorry. But if you're doing, like, little jabs or, like, getting back at the person and you keep it between the two of you, <laughs> I'm, like, kind of okay with that sometimes. But no, okay, wait. Hold on. Listen, <laughs> I know how that sounds. I wouldn't do that to you. I don't know if I actually ever have. I'm trying to think. Maybe I've plotted like deep down when I'm like really upset. I don't think I would ever go through with it though. I just, part of me just thinks, how many times do you have to tell somebody and how many times, and maybe he wasn't being super clear. Like maybe he's just like, please don't do it. You're risking people's lives. And maybe didn't make it about the relationship. It's like, if you like the comment you made, like make it explicitly clear or we're going to have issues. 
like we're gonna have problems yeah i mean like it sounds like he was fairly explicit but he could have been more explicit yeah but i yeah i just i feel like lashing out in anger is never it's it's one of my favorite things to do (laughs) it's such a red flag even if like first off like you should hardly ever feel the emotion of like anger towards towards your your partner. partner yeah but it's gonna happen like things are gonna happen but like if your instinct is to like you know hurt them in some way because you feel angry like that's also a red flag that you obviously don't respect them and why are you in a relationship with someone you want to do that to there's been one time where i have looked at you across the room and i have seriously thought about just coming over there and smacking you but like not physically just with my mind and my emotions <laughs> smacking me with yeah your mind. with my emotions <laughs> which i've done but i agree i agree i think you know relationships shouldn't be about one-upping the other it should yeah. never be about getting back at the other person like those aren't healthy traits those aren't things that you know, and I, I find like I, I learned that a lot with you, like in our relationship. I mean, I feel like I I experienced relationships where that was kind of like, kind of like the norm. It's almost like, like you, tit for tat. yeah, and you bring things up like to validate, you know, why you did something. It's like, well, you did this like two weeks ago or something, and you've been like harboring that for so long. And I, it's funny because I I was talking to somebody about it recently, and I I said, you know, Taylor doesn't give me any like shit to gossip about to my friends like he's just such a great guy and i have such a great relationship with him that he gives me no hot goss to like go and bitch <laughs> to my friends about like everyone's bitching about their well, partners if you just give me some heads up like when you're about to hang out with your real friends you'll give me something yeah you're I'll, so thoughtful I don't know. no i and i you know Play i pre- prank on me or something oh my god no don't there's only ever and I, i'm being candid like you know all relationships aren't perfect I feel like you and I have mutual respect for each other, which makes a lot of difficult situations easier to manage than in relationships that I've been in where I haven't respected the person I'm with. Um, you know, there's a real difference when you're with somebody that that you you respect because you you don't want to hurt them. You don't want to get back at them. You that hurts you. Like I mean that that brings you like pain to even think about hurting someone that you care about and respect so much just for the sake of doing it it's just not a thought yeah and again like if you're if your instinct is to react in a malicious manner then like you have some oh there's some issues self-reflection totally totally yeah i agree i think i I mean, obviously, I read that story because it sounded super interesting. Like, my wife is tying my boots up. Yeah, that's and I was one. just, you know, yeah, I was like, oh, this just sounds kind of like weird, like kind of a weird, but it's, it seems like such a little thing that yeah. amassed into such a problematic issue in their relationship. So, yeah, let's, let's bring this to advice. Like, yeah. he's asking, for, like, what yeah. should he do? What should he do? I would say, like, it's we really need to discuss like just sit down and be this is my issue and and this is what i need and if you do and and then i think also just to bring just to have some self-awareness it's like do you feel like you have control over that aspect like can can you tell yourself no or do you feel like you absolutely 100 percent have to do this 
And that's when you find out if it's a compulsion, right? If it's mm-hmm. if it's something that she's just doing because she likes things a certain way, or if it's like, no, there's actually maybe something a little bit deeper. Like I can't help myself. Because one of the comments someone made was, oh, just move your boots where she can't see them. Kind of like out of sight, out of mind. She seeks them out. So to me, that's telling me there's a bit more going on. Like if you're yeah. seeking them out, because in her mind, you know what she's thinking? Again, I don't know. I don't have OCD. This is just a general assumption that I'm making. But to me, if I'm someone who can't help myself, the first thing I'm thinking is that anxiety of where are they and are they tied and are they like they're not just loose and sitting around like they're they're how she likes them. The anxiety of not knowing and not being able to locate them and see them and make sure like again i don't know if that's what she's going through right there's very limited information there was an update i didn't look at it um i was just kind of interested in the story on its own but maybe after we can look at it maybe they went and had some therapy but on the advice aspect i'd say you really need to explicitly make your issue clear and if she starts to turn the tables on you a little bit and and starts to kind of belittle your job your volunteering like that's not that's not someone you you really want to be around. No. Like, and uh, they're married, so I'm just like, I mean, marriage shouldn't ever keep you like in a relationship. It, you know, don't ever feel like you're trapped. I know it sounds really scary, and if you've signed some paperwork <laughs> where you have to give them like fifty percent of your life, but you'd be a lot happier if you weren't with them instead of just tolerating it. Yeah, I agree. I think the first thing they would need to assess out is whether she does have, you know, OCD proper. Uh, and if that's the case, then that's a whole different ball game for sure. Totally. Um, but if she doesn't, um, then, you know, if I was him, I'd want to have a conversation. I would want to apologize for acting childishly. Yeah. Take ownership. Yeah. I mean, well, there's, there's fault on both sides. Totally. Um, I would then, you know, want to talk through like why, why she thinks lowly of, mm-hmm. you know, my volunteer EMT work. Yeah. Like for myself, at least like that would be like something that would be like a deal breaker. Like I'm, you know, I'm volunteering my time to help the community, to help save lives. And like, you don't value that at all. And not only that, you know, you don't value something that I clearly do value. So, you know, there's just a lack of respect there at minimum. Yeah. Uh, so I'd want to talk through that. And, you know, if it's clear that she just doesn't value it and continues to belittle me, then I agree. That's not someone I would want to be in a relationship with at all. Yeah. Um, but assuming we could work through that, you know, I would, <laughs> again, make it, put it in no uncertain terms that you know if you touch my boots again this is this is like a a hard line for me and you know if she accepts that then hopefully we could move on productively but if not then that might be it's deal breaker for sure yeah it does seem like there's um yeah some things unsaid in that marriage Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think they got a lot of work to do they it doesn't sound like they've been together for really long and they didn't live together until they were engaged and Mm. it was in his place and she didn't like she didn't move things around she didn't touch anything which 
again, my very limited knowledge of OCD, just some of the people that were in the comments, like, well, it seems kind of weird that she wouldn't, like, she wouldn't still have that compulsion with your stuff. Like, even living with you, like, she'd still want to arrange and organize and, because it sounds like, you know, especially in family dynamics, someone who's struggling with OCD will go into other people's rooms and, and just yeah. touch and arrange everything. So she became a bit more comfortable when it became her space and it was her stuff. Yeah. So I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'd be interested to know kind of like what her, what her diagnosis but, is. Yeah. I mean, if she doesn't have OCD, then that's like, it just seems so problematic to me that he had to bring it up multiple times. And every time she were to go tie his laces, like that must have come to mind. Like, yeah. If that didn't come to mind, then oh, it's I'd, concerning. I'd be surprised if it didn't. Yeah. And so, she yeah. just like thought nothing of it and went ahead and did it. Yeah, exactly. No, I know. That's why I'm interested to kind of know maybe what the update was. Um, but anyways, that was my story. Um, that was a good one. I feel like a good, good relationship advice. It was, it was kind of, I mean, I feel like obviously it was very one-sided, like, but I was still quite pretty interested just to, to hear about, okay, wait, yeah. your wife is tying up your shoelaces and you did something to hurt her feelings. I want to know. <laughs> I'm glad you clicked that one. Yeah. So that was me. Here is mine. The title is my wife baby trapped me. I hate that. <laughs> okay. I put baby trap in quotation marks because I'm not sure what she did is the actual definition of baby trap. She didn't have a kid to make me stay just against my will. So my wife, 32 female, and I, 34 male, have been together for eight years. We have a little girl who's five and a baby boy who's two. I love both of them more than anything, and I finally feel like I have everything. Beautiful wife, two healthy kids, a great career, and a big house. The token American dream, minus the dog, I'm allergic. When we talked about kids before, my wife always said she wanted two. I only wanted one. It would be easier and we'd have more money for vacations and stuff. But my wife maintained it's important for a child to have a sibling. I grew up with four and my wife with none, so I guess I understand where she's coming from. After our son and getting through the baby years and sleepless nights for the second time, I didn't want to ever go through that again. Both kids were very fussy and colicky. But when he was a year old, my wife began casually mentioning a third. I would laugh it off, but finally she sat me down and said, we have to have a third. I said, no, we agreed on two, but she said she wanted four and three is the compromise. <laughs> I refused and said I wanted one and we have two. She got angry and called me selfish for taking away her dream of wanting a big family. <laughs> a couple days later, she apologized and we had sex. I noticed her drive increased exponentially, but so did mine, and I was happy to engage her. She was on birth control. I had a condom. It was all good. Thinking back on it, I probably should have figured something was up, but I was barely handling two little kids and work on top of housework and yard work and everything. I came home from work one day while the kids were at their grandparents. My wife had a huge smile on her face and she sat me down and showed me a positive pregnancy test, literally dancing in joy. My first thought was, oh shit. <laughs> my wife noticed a less than happy expression on my face and started screaming at me. She berated me for not being supportive and this was a mir miracle from God and I should be grateful. I said I was sorry and hugged her and said I was super excited for the baby. My wife was delighted and later that night she was calling all family and friends to happily tell them the news. When she was talking about the nursery and how we'll convert my office into a room, I started to get a little suspicious. Everything was so well thought out and it seemed like she'd been planning this for a while. 
When she was asleep, I took the condoms out of the cupboard and ran them underwater. Holes. I nabbed her phone and saw she set a password. That was odd. Nevertheless, my wife has a terrible memory, so I tried her birthday and it opened. Further up were texts with her best friend of my wife complaining how I wouldn't come around. Her best friend suggests arrange an accident with a winky face. My wife agreed and said she was going to come off birth control. It went on for a little while, ending with my wife saying that yes, we were going to have a third. So I work, woke her up immediately and asked her if this had really been a miracle. She got that deer in headlights look and burst into tears. She wailed and then she got angry. Through tears she screamed I had no right to go through her phone and it's her choice whether or not she wants to take birth control. The side effects are bad and she was sick. She also brought up if I really didn't want a third kid, I should have had a vasectomy. She told me to go to sleep on the couch. I laughed out loud and said, no, I'm sleeping here, you're leaving. So while wailing, she packed a bag and left to her parents. When she called the next day, I told her I just need some time. She said that's fine, but I need to come around for our child. I told her I wasn't sure if it'd be our child, and she cried more. It's been two weeks since then. Governments recommended to stay home, stay at home, and I knew staying home by myself while also working with two kids would not be ideal, and she wanted to see our kids. So we're in the same house. She constantly keeps on stopping me and trying to get me excited for our kid and planning the nursery and names and how happy our kids will be to get a younger sibling. I've been, I've been ignoring her entirely. What do I do? Staying home with her is bad enough, and I don't know if I should leave over this. I don't trust her anymore. She entirely betrayed it. I'm angry, but I have another child on the way. Divorce. <laughs> yeah. Divorce is the only- Are you fucking kidding me? Like, the gaslighting. The yeah. gaslighting and the, like, oh my god. And that guy, I, I can only, as soon as, as soon as you said, like, when she was talking about turning his office into a nursery. And then he talked about getting that gut feeling. I know that gut feeling. Like, I know that sensation of, oh no, like, this isn't, this isn't right. Like, yeah. y there's something going on here. And then having that, I, like, the condom thing messed me up. Yeah. That's, that's The like, condom thing was probably the worst out of any of it. I mean, it's opinion. all pretty awful. But, like, at least he could have still, like, you know, even if she came off birth control, even if she really wanted the kid. Like, accidents still happen even with functioning condoms. But to go and put holes in them... And, like, to go that route, I mean, people who have sexually transmitted diseases that don't disclose that with people that they're having sex with can go to prison. Because, yeah. you know what I mean? So if you're thinking about, like, even with protection, like, you still have to let people know that. And I'm thinking yeah. about there's some pr really messed up people that will do stuff like that, like poke holes in condoms. But I've heard, like, nightmare stories of guys that have, like, tried to pull out. And then women, like, wrap their legs around the guy and, like, won't let them. Like, it's just so messed up. If you want to have another child, there are other ways to go about it than forcing your partner to comply. Like, yeah. he didn't want a kid. He didn't want... He wanted one. And he, like, you know, they got to... It doesn't sound like at any point she's ever explicitly said, I want a big family. It sounded like she only wanted two kids. And he kept it. He's like, well, I just want one. And then was basically like, you know, okay, we're having two, I guess. And he 
explicitly told her, I do not want a third kid. Like, I don't. I don't want a third kid. It's not in my budget to have a third kid. Financially, emotionally, mentally. Like, why would you want to have a kid with someone that doesn't want that kid? You know what I mean? Who cares if they're going to come around? The The fact that the, the, the truth that you know that they weren't like in any way, shape or form part of really part of that decision and had told you they didn't want another child. And then oh, it just makes me so angry, you know? Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> well said. Um, yeah, this one was pretty one-sided. Uh, like what I thought would was the more interesting part of it was like, you know, what should he do? Like, yeah. he's got a third kid coming that he had. He wanted no part of. And that's like, not the kid's fault. That's nobody's. That's not the kid's you fault. know what I mean? That's, but like, yeah. I'm sure he feels an obligation to be a father to that kid. Totally. And I mean, you know, he probably probably should, right? He probably uh, should. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, that's the hard thing too. It's like. I could understand being negligent and like, you know, you're, you haven't explicitly like talked to your partner about wanting kids or not. And then accidents happen and, and maybe you don't want any part in it. Um, I can, okay. I can understand the woman wanting to come off birth control. Like she, she probably should have told him if that were the case, but totally. you know, it's her body. So I can understand that. Mm hmm. I could understand if, like, she just ended up getting pregnant and didn't want to have an abortion. Again, her body, that's her choice. And, you know, I I honestly think that, like, poking holes in the condom is the worst of it all. Because, yeah. like, he thought that he was having protected sex and he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even though, you know. No, but trust is totally uh, yeah. gone. Yeah. I can, under again, I can understand going off birth control. I can understand wanting to keep a child if you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. But what I can't understand is like poking holes in the condom. Yeah. No, that it's was like, that was way too far. That was I mean, all of it was way too far. Every step of the way was way too far. Well, the scheming. But the scheming, that's the part that gets me is the planning and like her friend like encouraging and enabling that kind of behavior yeah, and almost terrible. planting those ideas. Terrible. Like the whole thing is just disgusting. Um the other thing, too, that and this is a pretty controversial topic, I think, like, when people talk about child support and the obligation that men should be involved, I mean, just as much as we want women to have control over their bodies. And of course, like, you know, if you this is this is, a you know, not a very common situation, but, you know, you're with somebody, maybe you're dating casually, maybe you're you're, you know, common law, whatever, and you get pregnant. And, you know, it's something that maybe you guys have talked about. And, you know, at the time, maybe you were both like, no, we don't want kids. It happens. Accidents happen. You're pregnant and you decide, you know what? I like hormones, man, they change you. And you're like, I don't maybe I want to go through with this. Maybe I, I want to have a kid. I I really don't think that you should ever force the other person to be involved and not because they're not also part of you know the mistake or the the thing that happened but it does not benefit a child to have a parent that doesn't want to be there what what do you mean by force them to be involved are I you talking about just no, in their lives or yeah like financially? financially like monetarily obviously yes i think like my mom chased my dad for so long for child support and 
it wait like it the fact that she even had to waste her time doing that and for me to know that those like issues were going on between them and then because my dad knew that he owed my mom money he wouldn't call me because he was scared that my mom would jump on the phone and be like hey you owe child support mm-hmm. and she would tell him like i will not come after you for money please do not punish your kid like talk to her or call her um and like it didn't do me any favors by my mom forcing him to be in my life it actually caused me to go to therapy because i didn't understand why he would come in my life for a little bit and then leave and then my mom would give him a call and then all of a sudden he'd be in my life again because he felt obligated and the happiest i've been has been when him and i aren't talking because i don't feel an obligation to him and he doesn't feel an obligation to me And it's an unfortunate thing, of course. I mean, to know that you have a parent out there that just doesn't want to be involved is shitty. But it's less shitty to know that he's just doing what he wants to do instead of me being like, does he actually want to be in my life or does he feel obligated to be in my life? That question doesn't exist because he's made his decision. Yeah, I mean... It's controversial. It's a controversial topic. If you're a guy and you have a kid unexpectedly or one that you don't want, you're still shitty if you, like, you know, don't want to be a good human being and, like, help father the kid, in my opinion. But let's say that you don't. You know, I agree that, you know, you shouldn't try to force someone to be in a kid's life if they don't want to be because it's going to be worse on the kid. Totally agree with that. I do, however, think that they should be financially responsible because, you know, otherwise guys could just go around fathering kids. Totally. With no repercussions totally. whatsoever. And that's and I and, agree. That's a problem. Yeah. And like, you know, it <laughs> the burden is then left on the mother. Yeah. And like, totally. you know, you could father a kid and then just dip. And yeah. like and the mom nothing. didn't know that you're going to dip. So now she's trying to well, and that's support a kid by herself yeah and in a perfect world right you know people would be honest and they'd be involved if they wanted to be involved and they wouldn't be if they didn't want to be like i mean that's a perfect world i know that there are men that just go around being idiots impregnating women and then just being like oh i don't want to deal with that but i also didn't want to protect myself and you and i don't really care what the what the you know repercussions are basically i absolutely agree i think there still has to be some responsibility but i'm talking about those relationships where you discussed in depth that neither of you wanted kids and you did everything you were supposed to do and shit still happens mistakes still happen kids still happen and i i just don't like if if she decides to change her mind that is fine but that's that's where this discussion of, okay, yes, like women 100% should have the ability to choose. But we're, tr- and I, I, this is not a side I take often because like, again, I, I, I think women are just amazing but <laughs> and way better in everything. But <laughs> it I do feel bad for those men that are just like, shit, you know what? Like I, I, I wrapped little Jimmy, you know, she was on the pill. And we were doing everything. We both explicitly said we didn't want children. And this happened. And I'm not in a position maybe financially where I can take care of a kid. I'm not in a position where, and you know, a lot of people will say, well, then get a vasectomy or, you know, or don't have sex. But like, those are, those are real, those are things that aren't going to happen. Like, yeah. But I mean, I, I think that is it though. Like you, 
if you're having sex like you run the risk of impregnating someone yeah and you just you just need to know that yeah like you need to be okay with that and if it happens it happens but yeah what should be in my mind illegal is to like skip out well no is to like poke holes in condoms oh god yeah (laughs) in in any way like you know increase the risk without the man's consent totally because like oh consent yeah if in his mind he thinks there's like a 0.02 percent chance that he's gonna have a kid it's like you know what i'll run that risk and you know it would really suck if i you know got you pregnant but like you're on the pill i'm we're doing everything we're supposed to like i'm going into this with like that expected risk level but if you're poking holes in the condom and you're off birth control and you're off birth control and i don't know that yeah like you lied to me about that yeah because i think that should be illegal if he could prove that in court i feel like it i don't know (laughs) i feel like maybe it is (laughs) which i want to know what his like i'm not sure what the law is yeah i kind of i i'd be interested in an update story on that because from a relationship advice standpoint leave her leave her leave her i think it's so hard because like he's got two kids already with this woman and like a third is coming and like say he just like doesn't want to take responsibility for it and like you know part of me understands that but like that kid is going to be the sibling of your other two kids Mm -hmm. like how fucked up would that be for that kid's life Mm -hmm. for like his dad to not be around but be around for the other two kids like that would just be such a weird dynamic well i don't think he'd be like totally out of it i don't feel like he would i think he i think you do the split parenting like kids come over for the one week i mean my my stepdad does that with his two kids and they have a really great life like how they've done it. not that it hasn't been difficult but like they go to their mom's for a week they come to my dad's for a week they do that they yeah you know. but the, it's like different moms right no same mom same mom but they but they both go yeah 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 they'll so, both go so what i'm right, saying I'm is d- yeah that'd be fine i think like three kids just split the split the visits same oh, thing yeah yeah yeah. Have i was saying like if he was only going to accept responsibility for two of them. No, I couldn't see him doing that. He didn't well, even want the second kid. Right. <laughs> he didn't even want the second one. And he's still taking care of the second kid. So, and I, I, it doesn't sound like he doesn't love them. It's just like, he's at his max. He's like, I only, I only wanted one and I'm here with three now. And yeah, I think it's a dif- like difficult in terms of how do you, how do you kind of juggle the relationship with the kids knowing, you know, what your wife did, ex-wife uh you should divorce her immediately like i i would suspect that's something that you could just never tell the kid right i don't know like most kids know why their parents broke up they usually confide in them after a certain period of time but like you could never tell your kid that (laughs) ever no probably not I don't know, but then your kid's gonna find the subreddit and be like, oh, "Yeah, he's gonna this sounds so account. yeah, it sounds like mom and account. dad." Yeah, oh my god, that's so messed up. I feel like I just be careful have, what you post on Reddit, kids. Be careful, yeah. I it's yeah. I feel like I have very like interesting views specifically on like child support and and men and women taking responsibility for their kids. Like just because I've been on the other side of it, I've been on I've been the kid that had a parent that was forcing the other parent. Mm-hmm. to be involved and it, it just made for shitty and i'm sure a lot of people have had that experience and maybe you're having that moment of holy frig yeah my, my my parent forced my other parent to be involved and it did no good for me maybe in some situations both your parents were involved you, your parents split 
sounded like they both took responsibility equally for you. Sound a little difficult in terms of having time to see your dad just because you're so busy with hockey and so many other things, but your dad wanted to be in your life, right? So I feel like we have two very interesting sides of it. Like your dad stepped up and was like, no, I'm going to be a parent. Like, I'm going to be a dad. My dad didn't. (laughs) And he went to father two other kids with two different women. So, I mean... He is the one that, but we have child support and stuff like set up so that you can't skip out. And he still was able to, because the idea of chasing down somebody to get money for a kid that you both had, and they just don't want to be involved is exhausting. (laughs) Oh yeah. So whether it's legal and whether it's like feasible to get the money from the guy. Exactly. It's like not worth it. And I, I understand why, you know, again, a lot of women, a lot of people that end up becoming pregnant you know they turn to family and and family is usually always there for them and and in a lot of situations you know some people don't and that breaks my heart that's a whole different discussion but she definitely does not like sound like the person that i i should be feeling any kind of empathy towards (laughs) knowing what she did to her husband so um yeah and yeah i i think divorce i think she clearly doesn't uh doesn't respect your wishes it was always about her and always about what she wanted um and is taking away the few things that you seem to have in that home that were yours like your office losing that to make way for a baby yeah oh i would like not the office i know i've looked at your office sometimes i'm like man you know i want to do something there (laughs) but then i'm like no yeah one little spot one little corner i know and it was the same at our last apartment you your the bedroom was your office for a while and then i moved the bedroom well i wanted you to have your own space you know what i actually gave you an office i moved our bedroom out into the living room so we had like i know most of you guys have seen like videos of our old apartment but it was pretty much open concept and there was like the living room kitchen dining room was all one room and then our bedroom which was a pretty sizable room and it just made so much more sense to give you the bedroom because it had a door that can close and then i couldn't come in like bother you all day i did anyways but less when the door was closed um but it was so much nicer for you because you had your desk and your office space and your own little situation. And I always wake up late, so I would get to just kind of do what I want out in the living room. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I, oh, I, oh. Okay. I don't know what the law is in Canada or in the States or anywhere for that matter. <laughs> I don't know the law, whether, period. Whether that's illegal. Yeah. I feel like it might be mm. to poke holes in a condom. Mm. It let's, sounds pretty illegal. Yeah, okay. Let's assume that it is. Okay. It might not be, so I could be wrong. Let's, let's assume that it is. Like, how should that be dealt? Oh, in straight a si- to jail. <laughs> like, how should that be dealt <laughs> in a situation where it was the wife? That did it? That did it. Straight to jail. <laughs> yeah. You think it should be jail time? Well, I'm uh, fine. I mean, oh my God. I was going to say something really awful. Now. <laughs> but like... You would think that that would protect people that aren't married, usually, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's the wife doing it, then I feel like people would just have so much less sympathy for the guy because, oh, totally. like, oh you're married. No, it's fine. You already right. have a family. Oh, it's whatever. It's one more. But like, <laughs> I know, you know, but then like, you know, that woman is the mother to your two other kids. 
and is pregnant with your third kid. I know. You want to put that woman in jail? <laughs> Straight to jail. Then you then you've got to like single parent these kids. Oh wait. While I'd say a fat fine, a fat fine, and then maybe some like a fat fine that's gonna come out of your money. No, 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 hers, just hers. Her. But if you're married, then you're sharing assets. First of all, absolutely not. When we get married, we're sharing nothing, nothing. Everything is to you. I don't even want to open a bank account with you because it all be, it'd be all your money. I have no money to put in, but. I'm not sure, like, what the law is on this, but, like, if you're married and, like, your wife has a bunch of debt that she can't pay off with her own finance. Oh, my God. Can we get married? I, <laughs> I, no, I'm asking for a friend. I need to get married to you. Immediately. Is that what you've been holding? Hold on. Is that what you've been holding off? Because yeah, you just know. just been Googling the laws just to make sure. Oh, my God. That's why you haven't proposed to me yet. Because all my debt would become your debt. First of all, your debt would become my debt. Okay, yeah, it's I have actually more debt than you do. yeah. So let's. I love how I'm making it up like an imaginary thing, and I'm creating an argument over it. <laughs> oh my god, it's okay. We'll talk about this later when you're asleep. Um, when I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, I always That's have my way. way. Oh my god, the best time to argue with you is when you're asleep. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the best times to get in I'm a I'm just fight. imagining you like... Going off? Yeah, going off and like drooling. Drooling. Always with your mouth gaping open. <laughs> and I'm just screaming at the side of your head. And then you're silent. Getting silence. legitimately upset. Oh, and I'm getting more worked up because you're not acknowledging my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. But yeah, I usually get my way. That's how I got a third cat. Right. You don't remember that argument. It was a good one though. Hmm. <laughs> starts to think <laughs> um wow spicy and, stuff yeah i uh i would be curious to know like how that would be resolved legally assuming that that's illegal it's such such a more complicated situation yeah considering it's his wife totally oh yeah the whole thing is but, pretty uh, spicy yeah in terms of uh advice for him it kind of sucks because it sounds like at this point in time the the pandemic was uh well, in full tilt in, in full tilt so they had to you know bunker down together um yeah i'd probably just continue to ignore her uh and then promptly divorce her once things open up <laughs> oh my god okay let's but i, I think let's i would chill. still like take responsibility for that third kid you're such I, a I think good it person. would just be difficult for me not to i can't wait to make you take responsibility for so many of our kids <laughs> i don't even know how i feel about having one so we're we'll have to figure that out once we get there so many people are expecting grandkids right. and uh, my ovaries are like mm, no <laughs> no <laughs> no we're good <laughs> right. it could be though all of the unhealthy stuff i put in my body <laughs> it's just like no but uh that was spicy that was pretty good i'd be interested to know if people liked the relationship advice episodes do you want us to keep kind of like juggling them up a bit yeah there's a lot of subreddits out there so if you have any suggestions many. yeah well i was even thinking too we could like get people to send in their like relationship advice mm -hmm. questions we yeah. could really become like the q a yeah newspaper column you guys have spicy relationship advice questions oh we'll yeah keep you anonymous. and maybe oh yeah totally anonymous i think that's the best way to go about it um except i will know 
and I will think of you so differently. <laughs> I'm, I'm so kidding. Anonymous, I think that'd be so good because again, I feel like we're pretty candid. Like you can ask us questions about our relationship. I mean, again, I think we're we're pretty open about stuff and I think being transparent is a really great way to humanize us and and for people to to relate. It's a nice feeling yeah. when you're listening to people and you know, they're not like pretending that everything is hunky dory and we're being really transparent with no sometimes i honestly think about doing awful awful things when you're sleeping and i don't because i'm on medication and i <laughs> love that for us yeah let's keep that dosage up Woo! <laughs> yeah no but just being like honest we have issues and we've always been really great getting through them and I feel like they don't compare to a lot of the other things in other relationships that I've seen because we have mutual respect. Um, yeah, that's the main ingredient in a healthy relationship. It's huge. It permeates through everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, there was a couple. Uh, that was good. That was good conversations. Really good. Uh, if anyone wants to come and finish our van, that'd be awesome. Um, we still don't have a layout idea, but you could just come and build it, and we'll just tell you if we like it or not. Um, I don't have any money, but I'll give you free accommodation. Um, I won't feed you because I can't make anything, but Taylor will feed you. Um, I'll take a bunch of photos of you. <laughs> I just really want to be in the van. <laughs> we got our batteries. We got like all of our battery stuff to set up for our electrical, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's I'm, cold here. It is cold. I'm excited to get going on it. I think we'll just naturally be less motivated to because it's like the dead of winter here mm -hmm. but uh yeah we'll still kind of putter around but i think once the the weather eases up we'll be in full tilt totally yeah and once your schedule relaxes because you've been freaking so busy with work yeah um i actually just lost one of my jobs so i'm super available for things now so um don't worry nothing that i did i am fabulous but uh they were just looking at their expenses so now i'm like even more like just such oh so much free time and trying to think about how i'm gonna occupy myself but i might get back into painting you should do it yeah painting's been a good time so thanks for uh you know checking in and and tuning in with us this week uh, I don't know when the next episode's ever going to drop. I kind of like this non-committal. Uh, Tomorrow. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. We're going to film. film, <laughs> And that's the next. Yeah. Next installment is filming. Um, no. We're, we'll do another one maybe. We'll. I think it's been really fun to do this. And we'll get it recorded and slapped out. But let us know what you think. What yeah. And uh, you guys will probably be hearing this in the new year. So happy new year. Happy new year. Lots of love um don't fall into buying those gym memberships and just only having it for january and then never going again don't do it <laughs> don't do it solid advice <laughs> that's my new year advice <laughs> nice. uh much love guys peace out friends